Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Living Gallantly podcast. Here today, I have another special guest for you. And I am so excited to introduce her to you guys because she is my oldest, dearest friend from childhood and she is an amazing person. So on today is my very talented artist friend, Liza Verbunt Littlefield, who is here today to talk about resilience. Mm. Yes. Thank you so much for having me here, Annie. It is a true pleasure, and I think what you're doing is fantastic. And Aww. yeah, I'm excited to be part of it. So today we are here to talk about resilience because to me, I think you are my most resilient friend. There is no obstacle, there is no hurdle, there is no setback that can actually keep you down when you fall. And I think a lot of it has to do with your positive thinking. So today we're going to go over positive thinking and resilience and perseverance. So first off, why don't we go into how resilience is different from perseverance? What do you think? Mm, yeah, we were talking about this a bit before. I think they're related, they're cousins, mm -hmm. and um, one feeds the other. So perseverance in individual challenges or situations that you're, that you're kind of dealt um, over time gives you the tough skin and bounce back of, of resilience in terms of longevity and being able to, yeah, kind of upkeep and uphold the, the promises to yourself of being able to face your challenges and face the things that come come up in your life. That was beautiful. And I completely agree. Like the way I see it too is perseverance is sort of the young warrior, mm -hmm. right? Who's just like ready to tackle anything. They're mm -hmm. like, we can do it. They're dogged. They're like, let's go for it. Mm -hmm. But eventually after years of kind of tackling challenges head-on you kind of build up that resilience which mm -hmm. is sort of the olden toughened wizened warrior mm. I would say definitely yeah, yeah I think so and I, I guess part of a, a component of both of them is being unabashed about looking at something that's challenging not being afraid to kind of stare something in the face when it's giving you an uncomfortable feeling or making you feel unsure of yourself and being able to ask those deep deep and dark questions often, you know, in mm -hmm. terms of what part of myself is being exposed or why do I feel vulnerable or why did I react that way or how did this make me feel? Where did this come from? Where did this behavior come from? Or how did I get myself into this challenge? And sometimes being honest with yourself that you're, you're not comfortable being uncomfortable and then trying to face that head on and figure out how to, yeah. how to work through it despite that, mm -hmm. that resistance. How would you say you moved on from perseverance to resilience? Do you think it was one defining moment or just a lot of experiences that led you up to this point? Yeah, no, it's a really good question. <laughs> I think we're always growing, so I certainly think that I'm still always growing as well and can continue to, to thicken my skin, but I do, I think you're onto something in terms of it being one stepping stone after another that, and layers that kind of build over time. Um, you can decide in a moment that you want to be better at being perseverant, but I think it takes patience and and just challenge after challenge to actually build the I guess the layers that it yeah. takes to really become perseverant or resilient and particularly as an artist I know it's super super hard mm. to keep that free-spirited nature up where you're still pursuing your dreams mm. and just trying to continue to make it with positive thinking mm. right yeah no it's true I guess part of being an artist is 
is always trying to to see the beauty in a challenge or the beauty in an obstacle. Well, that's beautiful. That's true because a lot of artists use those setbacks Mm. as sort of fuel and inspiration for their art. True. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever experienced that in your artwork, do you Mm. think? Because I know you're very positive thinking centered, which I think is also beautiful. I don't think you have to be like dark and angsty to be an artist, you know what I mean? Like throwing blood colored paint at the canvas and like, (laughs) you know, furiously jabbing it with scissors. Like I don't think it has. I agree. I mean, I've seen your art and I'd say like the beauty of it comes from your inner strength and your positive thinking. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. That's very kind. Um, I think, I think that you, in order to access positivity, you have to be in tune with what makes you tick. And maybe that's where it comes from is just because through challenge or obstacle, like knowing the heart of what, what really makes me excited about the future and the things that I eventually want to be able to, to add to the world. Um, those things kind of do insert positivity into negative situations and give you a silver lining because you know what you're you know what you're ultimately in in the the game of life for yeah being connected to that is kind of yeah a kind of a life force so would you mind sharing with us some moments where you felt that that life was dragging you down that it was hard to get back up or whenever you know moments where you felt like quitting or that life has turned its back on you anything like that Mm. yeah no it's a good question and one that's very intensely related to perseverance and resilience Um, I think the nature of some of the things that challenge us the most um, some of some of those experiences tend to be very intense and personal but the, the nature of them is in some ways unifying because all of us end up mm-hmm. at some point or another feeling lost, feeling confused, yeah. feeling um, alone. And, mm-hmm. and I think some of the challenges that I came across that made me feel some of, the, some of the deeper, darker corners that I wanted to explore within myself were probably discovering who I was in relationship to other people right. and challenging relationships, family or otherwise that put me in situations that really made me define the lines of what I was trying to be for others versus what I was trying to be for myself Mm -hmm. Um, and being put in difficult situations sometimes that were like often toxic or just mentally challenging and on on mental health on emotional health you either have have a choice of kind of going inward or or kind of pushing through and eventually you, you make you make that choice, I guess, for yourself in, yeah. in terms of trying to identify and and look at a situation and ask yourself what you can get from it. Because if you're going to go through something painful, it might as well give you a gift at right. the end. And there are little seeds in every challenge that yeah. we you know that we come across. It's just whether or not we choose to water them and yeah. allow them to grow. And that includes self self analysis and asking some of the tough questions in terms of how you're responsible for some of the things that you might you might be able to develop that you might be able to improve on that you want to change about who you are what you don't like about yourself and where did that come from you know and how did it how did it get there what about for you well firstly I just love that you kind of take what the world throws at you and instead of blaming the world you kind of think of what how you can change because it's really about control in a way and you can't control those outer extrinsic factors in your life but you kind of realize 
that you as a person can change instead. Mm. And that's something I hear a lot too. Mm -hmm. They say like, you know, you have to only stress about what is within your control. Mm. So in a way that does really relate to resilience mm. because it's just like, how can I bend mm. flexibly with the wind that's swaying me so I don't snap? Yeah, yeah. exactly. For me, I feel like it was the same because I am also an artist. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel kind of weird saying that. Like, no, um, no. Yeah, so she, Liza is the, it's sort of the, um, what most people would think with an artist because you know you're a graphic designer and you draw and stuff. But I, um, on the other hand, is an artist in that I, I'm a writer. I love to write. But there are many times where I just feel like, you know, I'm not good enough. Why am I trying? Um, there's that constant feeling of not feeling um, like there's hope. Mm. So why even try to improve? Mm -hmm. And in that case, I feel like resilience has to come and remind you that you just have to keep trying. Mm -hmm. Once you stop trying is when you really fail, mm -hmm. you know? But I feel like I have a hard time maintaining that positive thinking mm -hmm. and continuously push, push, pushing my way forward. Mm -hmm. But I've noticed with you, you're always just thinking positively. Even though I know you're struggling mm -hmm. inside and there is that mm -hmm. war raging within, you always have a positive outlook, which I think helps mm -hmm. because you think it's always going to get better. It's eventually always going to, you're gonna get to where you wanna mm -hmm. get to, right? Which I find amazing. I'm just like pretty much waiting for the passage of time mm. and just kind of dealing with it rather than like passively dealing with it rather than going out front and dealing with it. Mm -hmm. So I would say, um, what are your thoughts on that sort of active motion, right? Mm. I, I would say I'm more of a passive. Mm. Maybe I'm resilient just because I'm passive. I let things happen to me and flow through me, mm -hmm. but I like that idea of resilience of pushing forward mm. and not letting things happen to you but like letting them kind of um, but you kind of going through them mm -hmm. and pushing past them definitely I totally understand I think stagnation is natural and all of yes. us kind of come Perfect through word. these word <laughs> yeah I don't know where it came from it popped out of nowhere but inspired these yeah the pockets of, of time when we feel either demotivated or, or disconnected to the things that that root us in yeah. in our most grounded form or state or alignment mm -hmm. um, and so I guess that one of the first things that came to mind when you were talking is inspiration and just seeking seeking experiences that light a fire under your butt and mm -hmm. you know when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired because you've been down for too long yeah. you know just just really thinking about how you can get out of your element or your comfort zone and and to grab onto a new perspective whether it's going out and taking a nature walk or being in a museum or looking up inspiration images or having a totally different experience that you would never throw yourself into like going to a weird meditation like a reiki session or having mm -hmm. you know a friend that wants to take you to a different state and mm -hmm. and to go into to some type of environment that you've never been in before but I think we do have to pull ourselves out of it sometimes yeah. in order to, to get back in and to have a, a mindset that's positive and oriented in such a way where we feel inspired enough yeah. to feel motivated if that connection isn't there. It's, yeah, it's, I think that builds up the resilience because resilience is the experience of just like constantly mm -hmm. you building up that tough skin, as you said. So mm -hmm. I think it helps to layer on that tough skin mm -hmm. when you're exposing yourself to different experiences that show you that, hey, like life has all of this to offer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know particularly like nature has that effect on me, mm -hmm. right? You go out and you see the world and it's sort of like bigger than you. Mm -hmm. 
and you think, well, this is life. Mm. I think a lot of people, I think with resilience, what you have to realize is that this is life. And mm. a lot of people try to fight it, but you can't mm -hmm. fight the way life is or the world works, mm. right? And I think a healthy dose of curiosity always goes a long way when it yeah. comes to just being persistent and asking questions, I guess, is really the root of what gives us interesting answers to be like mm -hmm. perceptive and analytical of what, what we're being surrounded with yeah. and asking those questions as to why things are the way they are or how they came to be or how we want them to that. be different. Yes, Liza is actually also the most curious person I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I forgot about that. That does... <laughs> Yeah, that sense of wonder. I mm. always talk about that, how children have like that innate sense of mm. wonder. Mm. And then as you grow up and you're more exposed to, I guess, quote unquote, the realities of the world, mm. you kind of forget about the realities you knew as a children where everything was, you mm. know, new and different and strange to you. Mm -hmm. And that also, I think, helps you kind of get out of that funk mm -hmm. where you feel like there's no point to anything that mm. I feel like, I guess, it sounds like I'm saying the opposite of resilience is hopelessness. Hmm. But I mean, that kind of makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah. So I think when you fight that hopeless despair, it's through the power of, you know, maintaining curiosity and mm. wonder. Mm. Because you think, you know, when you're hopeless, you think, what's the point of anything? But when mm. you're curious and you're, you're, you're overcome with wonder and amazement, mm. you're wondering about the point of everything. Mm -hmm. Like, you know there is a point to everything. You just have to kind of poke and prod yeah. to figure it out. And you're driven to find the root. And it can be fueled by even frustration or anger you know yeah. a healthy dose of curiosity in a moment where you're stuck or you've hit a brick wall and you can't seem to bust through it to figure out exactly what is going to push you to mm -hmm. get to your next stage of growth and then getting fed up with that you know can give you a sense of trying to kind of dig a little bit deeper to to find what's going to light that spark in order to push you to the next step that's great so uh, wow so with resilience it's I, I would say so far we touched upon positive thinking, mm. right? Just think positively and ask questions mm. and learn something new. Mm. And uh, you've also talked about putting yourself out there, being active, right? Instead of being a passive victim to life, you're just totally. going to be an active participant in life because you're in it anyway. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I think like when things are stuck and when energy is not moving then it's really difficult to transform the way or the state of being that you're currently in to to give it movement is to give it the opportunity to to be affected or to change or to transform and I guess that also means you kind of have to be open-minded to putting yourself in that situation where mm -hmm. you are moving, even if it's not comfortable and even if you don't want to and it's scary or it doesn't oh, yeah. feel good. And yeah. I love that. Resilience is movement. It's, mm. it's not stagnation. And I love how you talked about energy. <laughs> it's so true because once you're in that funk, you're just kind mm. of burdened by this heavy, dark energy. Yeah. And once you move and get your energy flowing again, you kind of brush it off and mm. develop that thicker skin for the next time. It yeah. tries to come down on your shoulders again. Definitely. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So you talked about coming out to nature asking questions mm. you've mentioned meditation i think oh, you're picking up on my wavelengths yes you can edit that out wavelengths yeah other than going outward and and seeking new experiences and having and stimulating movement in terms of being open-minded to to 
push yourself out of your comfort zone. I guess the other thing that I always return to in times of challenge or extreme difficulty is going inward and really exploring the self. Meditation is one of the ways that you just touched on, which is so crucial, important, and a huge hot topic right now in, yeah. in our day and age. And being really honest with yourself about about where you're at and how much you how much you really know like who you are what builds you up and spending time like awkward time with yourself even Mm -hmm. whether it's looking in a mirror and having a direct conversation just staring yourself in the eye not even noticing oh my hair's out of whack or my lipstick's off kilter or whatever just really being honest with yourself in a time of challenge and trying to seek as though you were having a conversation with yourself yeah. what is at the root of what you're feeling you don't yeah. you know yourself better than anybody else and yet so often we kind of just tend to numb or ignore mm-hmm. those moments of intimacy that we can have with ourselves yeah. and being i guess open to to experiencing that whether it's meditation and going inward and having silence and peace and solace or journaling or having any type of experience with the self that further defines your understanding of who you are. That's so true. Um, it's just like how people recommend journaling. It's yeah. really writing a letter to yourself exactly. and to your thoughts. And sometimes you are your worst enemy and you kind of, your brain sometimes feels like a separate entity where it's mm. like telling you all these toxic things or telling you such such negative thoughts and you have to kind of separate yourself, sit down and journal as if you're writing a letter to your brain saying, shut up you suck, I'm awesome, so you need to calm down and let me take control of the wheels again, (laughs) you know? Absolutely, yeah, and asking yourself, like, in moments of resistance, like, what am I feeling, and why, why am I feeling that way? Like, there is always another answer underneath that initial question, and I think we know ourselves so well that sometimes we ignore those subtleties, we ignore the things that you might uncover if you were talking to somebody else and they were trying to pull something out of you. But if you take the time to kind of lay it out on the table with yourself and be really honest because there's no there's there's nothing to be afraid of. There's no one to hide from. You know, mm-hmm. you, are, you are with you and allow yourself to feel exposed and vulnerable in that moment and to dig a little bit deeper and try to understand where something's coming from or how you could have reacted differently in, in a specific oh, yeah. setting. Yeah. Would you, like, sort of like self-reflection? Yeah. Yeah, so if you do some self-reflection, you kind of are better equipped to handle a similar situation or emotion in the future, mm. right? So then, would you say having resilience is being at peace with yourself? Hmm. Yeah, I think that's definitely a component of it, for sure. And I, I guess part of it is being at peace with the unknown. Oh, yeah. Being at peace with knowing that that you won't always have control over every situation and that, you know, you kind of have to trust that in the moment you'll figure it out the best you can and that at least if something goes wrong, you'll grow from that experience. Otherwise, what's it worth? And just knowing that, you know, you can walk away from it with more information, Mm -hmm. I guess, with more data, with more of a sense of... um, one more building block as to who you, who you are and who you're becoming and yeah so setbacks are there to really teach you a lesson about life um, and about yourself mm. yeah so as long as you learn from it you come out better you come out on top rather yeah. than people who who don't have that tenacity right mm. they're just kind of left to have the same thing happen to them over and over again and react the same way over and over again and essentially staying pretty much in the same spot. Mm. Yeah. yeah. 
And persistence and resilience can sometimes, I guess, be confused with um, a strong-headedness yeah. where you're just busting through things for the sake of busting through them instead of listening and taking a moment of respite or pause to kind of reflect mm-hmm. on an experience and then push forward yeah. and it's two steps forward one step back I yeah. guess so resilience in some ways is 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 sensitive and powerful yeah and I yeah. would say like persistent or perseverance is sort of because as I said it's the young warrior so there's some somewhat of a naivety around it Naivete, naivete. Yeah. I don't know why I use words I don't know how to pronounce, but <laughs> but then in that sense, it can be sort of a dogged, strong-headed, mm-hmm. let's go forward with it way. Um, let's just keep at it, keep at it. But resilience is all about taking a step back. Mm-hmm. You're kind of wiser, I would say, when you have resilience mm-hmm. because you've gone through it before. So it lets you take a step back. And I think I've read somewhere that it is also just about knowing also when to quit. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt that way where you mm. kind of came to terms with something is just not going to work out mm. or, and your, your values and have changed as well. So mm. what you find you thought was important in the past, you mm. kind of tried it and it didn't work out. So you took a step back and you were like, maybe I'll come back to this or maybe it's mm. not for me. Have you ever had those moments as mm-hmm. well? Yeah, that's a good question. I can't think of any specifics, but what it mm-hmm. did make me think of when you were speaking is that often life will kind of have its own idea about where we're guided and mm-hmm. ha- listening to that and being receptive yeah. to when, when you're hitting your head against a wall over and over again, maybe you should find a different wall mm-hmm. and, and <laughs> just... Yeah. Or I even get, a different route maybe or or a different route absolutely and I think yeah that's definitely a component of being resilient perseverant just being able to redirect your focus and energy based on what you're ultimately kind of destined to do in that particular moment in time sometimes Mm -hmm. sometimes that's that's what you had in mind and sometimes it's not yeah very true I do I do think resilience comes with age and experience Mm -hmm. just as much as wisdom Mm, yeah definitely I think life also has a funny way of kind of allowing things to show up for us again and again Mm. if they're challenging in particular and sometimes we don't understand why something will repeat itself or why a certain behavior or pattern or personality or 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 type of individual will kind of continue to show up if that's negative or if it's something that's challenging us and I think it's almost, you know, just kind of a knock on the shoulder, a tap on the shoulder, mm-hmm. just saying this is another opportunity for you to kind of have a moment yeah. of choice where you can look at this differently and grow from it. Because within that, there's something that's edging, edging at you for yeah. a reason, you know. Yeah, I think it's, um, it's all about the perception and kind of the philosophy of life, maybe, as you should shift the way you think and maybe think instead of life is throwing lemon after lemon after me you think life is giving me the challenges I need right now that's right definitely yeah Yeah. and I think it takes an open-minded and and respectful mindset you know in terms of of appreciating opportunities when they're difficult Mm -hmm. sometimes those are gifts as weird as that is yeah yeah because sometimes you're going for something that you think you need or something you want but it's all about I keep repeating this especially nowadays but it's all about the process Mm. not the results definitely and people are so frustrated by not reaching the results that they don't realize 
it was really all about the process yeah. all along and how you grew and what hardships you faced. That really does make the results worth it once you finally get to that end point. That's when you know you deserve it and it's probably the best feeling in the world. And it wouldn't yeah. be that way if you hadn't had those hurdles in your way. Yeah, if it was yeah. just handed to you on a silver platter, it would not be as satisfying. Exactly. You yeah. just get there kind of thinking, oh, well, that was it. Mm. On to the next one. Yeah. Guess I'm amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely. So why don't you tell us a bit more about what you're doing now uh, lately or in the future, what we can look out for you. Because um, I know in the past you've told me a lot about how you want to use your art to help people. Mm. You know, help them develop resilience maybe, but also just kind of mm. show about mental health in particular or you know what other projects or plans do you have going on definitely I think that's it's actually kind of tied into resilience because a lot of us have a dream or goal that we want to be living in the current and just as a result of the fact that life gets in the way and that we have to pay rent and take care of our expenses and bills we can't always do what we want to in that moment mm -hmm. the long-term goal um, actually my husband and I are both on board with this is being tied into mental health and self-development specifically within that category and mm -hmm. trying to create things that are artistic, creative, really sensitive, data-oriented that help people try to analyze the self in terms of wanting to better understand those deep crevices and corners yeah. and, and where to reach out to in terms of growing those, those little inner yeah. parts of who we are that, that kind of make up who we are becoming. So in terms of art and creativity, that's something that will definitely be a big player in the future. Um, currently, it's a graphic design and real estate, so those are kind of the day jobs in the meantime, but I do think that art and design and visuals are a powerful tool that is kind of indispensable when it comes to communicating a message. and when it comes to creating something that is impactful. So ultimately when you fuse beautiful visuals and thoughtful creative aspects with really meaningful and you know self-driven tools and motives in terms of being able to monitor who you are and who you're becoming, I think that's just a win-win and I can't, I can't wait to be at that stage of life. And I look forward to it as I have for like the last few years. I'm going to still look forward to it forever. And I will definitely keep all my listeners updated on that because it's so exciting and I think they'll love it too. Very sweet. Thank so, you. Thank you 